Plus plus one of seven one. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Is this mic on? <laughs> is this mic on? At least he doesn't tap it. The big kahuna. It is. It's Shelly the big kahuna. <laughs> You're I'm, so funny. I'm sorry. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> what's what's her new name? The Big Kahuna. <laughs> that sounds like something from the 40s. Uh, actually, I think it's from the 60s. <laughs> oh, is it really? It's a radio jingle for a guy who used to work at KHJ in Los Angeles, and he called himself the Big Kahuna. You know what? It's almost like that's... That that reminds me of like the forties or sixties. I would have to say sixties because that's when I was born. Can, but, can I, um, can I that tell you one something? song that we just played? Right. It's like it's like a nice little trip down the seventies lane. Well, it, is, it has that vibe to it. That's uh, it does. That's uh, the Jonas Brothers and Marshmallow, the guy who goes to bars with a marshmallow head on and picks up women. <laughs> I'm going like women. That just shows our <laughs> level of intelligence. I, I it, See, what's interesting is he takes after, and I think he's copying, and if I say this name, you're going to laugh at me, but it's called, he's, the guy's called Dead Mouse, but it's spelled M-A-U-S. You, have you heard of Dead Mouse? I actually have. Okay, Dead Mouse is like a DJ slash producer, and he goes to, he in concert, he has a mouse head on, that looks like the eyes are like looks like it's a dead mouse. You know how like you know like has like they're X's. glazed over. Well, it has like that. I think it has like X's in them. You know what I mean? Like like there was a cartoon oh, okay, thing where they used yeah, to put yeah, yeah. X's in people's eyes. You know, like oh, you know, like they're knocked out or something like that. It was like yeah, yeah. So so, but you know, who am I to make fun of dead mouse or or uh, marshmallow because of the fact that they're making but you're DJ radiation? <laughs> yeah, they're making millions of dollars. And they're probably in bed right now, sleeping till probably nine or ten o'clock in the morning. And you and I are on the radio together. So who am I to make fun of them, right? I mean, I'm not making fun of them. I'm going like, I happen to like our mar- morning jaunts. Yeah, but we're not making millions of dollars. That's the only we're problem. We're not making millions of dollars. You know, that is a true statement. Some days this we don't even make. This is for love, not for money. <laughs> some days we're as lucky we make hundreds of dollars. But you know, that's that's a whole so other story. The truth. Anyway. <laughs> It is BS.show. That's who we are. And by the way, and I, uh, one more little trivia thing, and I throw this one out. Okay, I'm going to play it one more time, then I'll stop playing it. The Big Kahuna. Okay, that group of singers has a name. Do you know who that is? They they actually played on a lot of um, movies. Well, I don't know about movies. It's the Johnny Mann singers. Remember that? Do you remember Johnny Mann? No. Johnny Mann had a TV show. Uh, I'll go back and look. And I can't remember what network it was on. This is like, and I believe it's on TV Land or something like that. Because somebody. What, what was the age? I mean, you're, you're. This would have been in the 60s. Um, and I, be- I was born in 64. Well, so. I, well, I believe, but, but see, once again, it's interesting. I heard somebody the other day, uh, another radio station, which shall remain nameless, talking about how they drive around with their daughter, and their daughter is like, this person was a woman. She's talking about her. She's probably in her mid to late 40s, and she, ta- she drives around with her daughter, who's like, you know, like preteen or very close to being like, I think she's, I think she said she was like 12, okay? So she's driving around with her daughter, and her daughter wants her to listen to KLOU, just like my son. 
My youngest son listens to KLOU. My youngest son is now 28. Most of the music on KLOU was recorded before he was born. Yep. And she talks, anyway, this lady talked about driving around, listening to the radio, and her and her daughter would sing the lyrics together. Her daughter knows the lyrics of, like, all the Journey songs and things like that. And I'm thinking to myself, God, that's really interesting, because I'm thinking to myself, with my mom, first off, my mom wouldn't allow us to run the radio when we were in the car, because she hated radio, and she never, ever listened to me in her entire life. She never listened to me on the radio. And my grandmother, her mother, also said that I really wasn't on the radio, that I was just pretending to talk into a microphone that was attached to something that really it wasn't attached to anything and there was no transmitter and nobody could hear me which may be true with our stations but that's a whole other story mm, funny <laughs> but, but uh, uh i can never imagine driving around with my father listening to this because my father listened to back in the old days he listened to wrth wrth worth radio you know what wrth was uh it, no it was like it's even hard to explain anymore. It was like, you know, Johnny Mathis and like a little bit of symphony music mixed in, and then you'd have like a Frank Sinatra song. And beautiful music. Well, it wasn't beautiful music. Beautiful music is different, and beautiful music was all orchestra and no vocals. There was no vocals in beautiful really? music. Really? I did yeah, not know it was that. All or there, that was a. You've always told me that beautiful music. You, you called it Muzak. Well, no, no, that's different, though. Muzak originally was Muzak and beautiful music are two different things. Muzak was the stuff that was played in the elevator. And yeah. although it was mainly instrumental, there were some there were some you know vocals in it. But beautiful music was almost always all. And it was it was a format, and it came to the station on 10.5-inch reels. Yes, believe it or not, reels of tape back in the day. And I remember going to the KZK studios in Clayton. They used to be down in, in um, matter of fact, I don't know if you know this, this little tri- tidbit. Uh, the family that owns Master Clock, which is the company. Oh, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, uh, right in front of me, I have a Master Clock display, which is accurate to like, I don't know, thousands of a second or stuff like that. Yes. Their, their father, who just recently passed away, Bill yeah. Clark. He was the original, I think the original engineer, and then he became the general manager of KZK. They were down in Brentwood. If you know where BOS is, right there in Brentwood, they had they had what they call they had showcase studios where it they was like, did. it was a retail space and you'd look in the window and the DJ was back was well, not even a DJ, it was an announcer. He was back in a glass booth and you could look in and see him. And there were these great And he had one of those gray microphones and he always cupped his his uh no he didn't do that he didn't do that that's a gary owens thing anyway how how do we get off on this anyway i don't know we were talking about i don't know how we got off on that beautiful music was a format that you subscribe to and they would send you out the tapes and they play the tapes and the tapes would stop and the guy would and and i remember i somewhere although i think it got ruined in my basement when Captain Mac rented my house for me, and uh, he turned off the, the <laughs> or no, his roommate turned off the sump pump, and he calls me up one day, Brad, our furnace doesn't work. I go, what do you mean your furnace? I don't know. I go, it's, pr- it's like a six-month-old furnace. I don't know. It's cold in here. Can you come take a look? Because I was a landlord. They were renting a house for me. So I go and look, and the basement's got two feet of water in it, and the basement has two feet of water because they unplugged the sump pump. Sump pump. And I said to his roommate, I go, did you do that? Yeah. Why'd you do that? It kept going on, and it was bothering me. I could hear it, and and I didn't. So I went downstairs and unplugged it. (laughs) So it ruined almost all my old tapes. But I, which is that in itself is a travesty, and I I mean that in all sincerity. I I did an audition tape for KZK, 
and the guy, I can't remember the guy's audition for, and he says, give me a little format. Here's what you do. Let the music fade completely out. And then you, there was a certain way you had to say the call letters. It was K, easy K. You had to use that. It had like K, easy K. And you had to really hit that easy. Maybe it was K, easy K. All music, 102.5. K, easy K. And That's I, right, it was. I sucked at it. <laughs> it still is. That's still the call letters, the station, but it's now not easy music anymore. It's It's like... I don't know what it is anymore. It's so what did they say? Did they give you feedback? He said I sucked. <laughs> oh, he did not. Oh, honest to God, he said I sucked. You think I'm kidding? I, I mean, do. I mean, I, I've got someplace, I've got a letter from a guy who used to be the program director of, of KXOK. When, K, well, K, when I was a young dude, KXOK was built, still a big station. I don't even know if they have the call letters anymore. I think they're gone. It's like a God Squad station now. You know, all they do is play angry Everything preachers. Squad well, station. you know, it's it, they played these angry preachers. If you listen to it, the preachers are always like mad. They're on the pulpit and they're talking like this. I, I, I you know, I've had enough. I'm not taking it anymore. That kind of stuff. Anyway, um, I auditioned for KX, KXOK and sent him a tape, and he sent me a nice letter, essentially saying I might want to look for a different line of work. <gasps> no, he didn't. <laughs> Honest to God, I got it somewhere. You know, maybe he was right. Maybe maybe all these oh, people. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> but <laughs> no, true story. <laughs> I might want to work. It, the reason it's funny is this has been your life's work. Yeah, but but you know, it's sort of like it's sort of like Joe Biden. He's the president, but some people would go, he's not very good at it. You know, some people would say, you know, like for example, the crazy thing about it is, and I heard somebody the other day. I'm not. I don't want to get into the like. I sound like I'm bad rapping Joe Biden, but here's a guy who's been in office, some kind of office, for 48 years. Okay, he's been in D.C. He was one of the youngest senators ever. I think he was 29 when he was the elected senator of Delaware. Wow. Uh, you know, you know, very. I think at the time, I think he was the youngest senator ever. And because normally the senators are older, normally the way the the thing works, people become like a governor and then they become a senator or they become a rep and they become a senator. But somebody said (laughs) that you'd think in 49 49 years he would already fixed all these problems that now he's talking about that they're going to fix. You know, because once again, he was a senator. Then he was the vice president with Obama for eight years. All these problems, you think that'll be fixed, right? But they're not. Because you know why? Because None of these guys fix anything. You know, I don't care who it is. Republicans, Democrats, they're all the same. You know, they'll get there on the floor of the Senate, and they'll yell at each other, ah, your sir are, is blasphemous that you're on the floor of the Senate. And then the other, you know, the, then the Republican fires back, and you, my, my, my kind sir, are a disgrace to the American public. And then they go out to a bar, and they're slapping each other in the back. Well, boy, didn't we do great today? I loved it when you called me blasphemous. Yes, and I loved it when you called me a disgrace. Oh, <laughs> Isn't being a senator fun? Yes, it's so much fun. That's the whole problem with the system. <laughs> they slap each other in the back, and then the next day they they're fighting each other. It's like attorneys. You go to C.J. Muggs and Clayton. You know, two attorneys that just came out of court who are like screaming at each other in court. You know, yelling at each other. You know, calling their you know their their clients. You know, terrible people. And they go down for you know the, the watering hole. C.J. Muggs down the street in Clayton, and they're like, "Hey, boy, what? That was a great oration you made today. Yes, the judge loved it. Well, the judge loves both of us. You know, you've got to remember that. Yes, she does. She's a wonderful person. That's the real legal." field you know well it's kind of like us you know you sit there and you say things and i want to throat punch you and and so people think that we're mad at each other and we're really not 
but I would never play anything that would be not so nice about you. This okay. is plump America. <laughs> what did you say? Never mind. <laughs> we got to take a break. We're behind. What did it say? <laughs> you can't hear it, can you? I can't. Never mind. Okay, it's one you approved of. You actually liked it a couple times. Oh, okay. Then I'm cool with that. <laughs> it's 630.